Growing and scaling a business is complex. It can be very scary and lonely trying to navigate it all. It comes down to the community of trusted people you surround yourself with. Let's dive in to the Business is People podcast. Hey, Sandy. So excited to have you back today. We're going to talk about what a lot of people are discussing. How do we develop our leadership team, especially with the mix of working from home, not working from home, what, you know, some people call it the, the messy middle. It falls under the category of employee engagement. So how is everyone, like, how are you working with these business owners and really figuring out navigating the new workplace? Yeah, it's definitely been a hot topic of conversation amongst our CEOs and the employees and participants that we've been working with. And there's a couple of different segments if you're looking at it. So you're hearing a lot of people saying going back to work, but they're forgetting about the people that have been working this whole entire time. Right. And so the messy middle really covers the gamut of all the different industries. So the first industry is hospitality and retail. They've been working away. They've been going in. They've been our frontline employees. And now the crowds are increasing. Before it was a limited number of people coming in, limited capacity in their restaurants and the hotels were being closed. And now it's opening up. So more people are going out. There was a wait the other night when I went out uh, to one of our favorite restaurants, you know, circling around for traffic. So people are going to be going out more and more. And the workers that were used to kind of having a little bit in their own little bubble, even though they were still out there working, are now really seeing a lot more people and it's nerve wracking. So that's one segment that we're really seeing. And that's a lot of anxiety for those people. And the new people that are coming into these work, because you see it everywhere, retail is hiring, hospitality is hiring, right? There's a shortage of people. Once those extra benefits go away from, from the unemployment, those people are now going to enter the workforce. And again, you're seeing anxiety issues, you're seeing trust issues, judging people for whatever views that they may or may not have. So it's going to be a very interesting foray into this new workplace. Second area that we're seeing is in our companies. So we have our companies that are coming back to work, coming back into the workplace. So been working remotely. Now we're going to do a little bit of hybrid. You're going to come in two days. You're going to come in three days, you know, whatever that flexible work environment looks like. And we're hearing from our CEOs. We have our hand sanitizer. We have our plexiglass up. We have our mask policy. We're all set to welcome our people back. And really they're welcoming back their people to an environment that isn't what it used to be. And so that everyone's like, oh, it's all gonna go back to normal. No, doors are gonna be closed. That normally would be open, that open door policy will probably not be. People are gonna be in masks. Lunchrooms and break rooms will be dismantled and it'd be half the people in the workplace than normal. Leading through these kinds of changes are very much a challenge. And you've got leaders that are empathetic to it and you got other leaders that are like, nope, this is just the way it is. And we're really working hard to help to educate. What does it mean to keep your employees engaged? Because if leaders roll into a be there or not kind of mentality, where they're kind of toe the line, we're going to hear, and this is the way it's going to be, you're going to lose your employees. And we're seeing that a, a lot. And employees, they're looking now saying, I was productive at home. I was able to take care of my family. I could exercise. Why should I go back into the work five days a week? Why should I sit in traffic for two hours a day? So there's going to be that pushback. So we are calling it the messy middle because it seems like it's going to be pretty messy. It's fascinating. Like I'm reading a lot about it. You're right. There's anxiety 
right? Because we see it live with the clients that we're working with. My team has always been remote. But even with that, I think there's also the fatigue of it, you know? So there's so many layers, right? So if you can walk us through a little bit of how you help unpack that, Sandy, for, for these businesses and these owners of these leadership teams, they're overwhelmed. They're coming to you to help them really get some navigation clarity here. So like, how do you go about doing that? How do you tackle that? Yeah, so much of it is around the tools and skills. So, you know, leadership is one of those abstract things where you talk about the quote unquote soft skills. It's actually essential skills. And the leaders that are empathetic and that, you know, can kind of take themselves out of the leadership role and more of a let's figure this out together role. You're still leading the company to where it needs to be, but it's much more of a collaborative type of working environment at this point. Because I think what what we've all learned is that we're all human. So regardless of your status and wherever you think you are, we're all humans at the end of the day. And that's, I think, uh, really coming out in the leadership teams. We're doing a lot around five dysfunctions of a team. We're doing a lot around how to build your teams out. What types of communication styles you're using? If you were used to using email, well, now we're encouraging using the video or using the Slack. And how do you maximize your teams? If you're using Microsoft Teams, how are you utilizing the technology to keep people together? We've been talking about opening up a room at nine o'clock in the morning just for coffee chat. So we're helping leaders to really kind of think out of the box as far as what it is they're providing for their employees and talking a lot about maybe working with an events company where you can send a package to everyone and everybody opens it up at the same time, or, you know, what's your welcome packet look like for your new employees? What's the onboarding process look like for the new people coming into your workplace? So much of what we're doing right now is, as you know, we're super customized. So there's no cookie cutter. What we do for each client, it's really, what is the culture of your company and how can we maximize that with some of the tools and some of the processes and ideas that we have to, to help the leaders along? Uh, with retaining their employees. You have these conversations pretty often, Sandy. Are there certain two or three questions or like common concerns or worries that you hear that you can share uh, with folks listening? The, the common concerns that we hear are of leaders thinking that if you give your employees an inch, they're going to take a mile. And so we're, we're finding that, you know, some people are just not wanting to go back to work because they just don't want to go back to work. They don't want to go back into the workplace. So it's, it's figuring, it's navigating whether people are being completely honest, I guess you could say, about their fears about going back in. So the conversations have been around, how do we find out what's really underneath the requests and how can we help our people really get back into the groove of things, so to speak. And the other thing that we're really, we're hearing a lot of is the trust and judgment of people. So, you know, the vaccine is a big, it's controversial. It is what it is, right? People have lots of different views around it. And how do you figure that out in the workplace? And how can we mandate having them? And can we, so there's all, that's, we're hearing a lot of that. Like what legally can people do? And, or how can they find out information to keep everybody safe? So there's been a lot around that, definitely. So specific to that one, Sandy, right? I think that that is, it makes sense. That's a common priority and and concern. What do you say? What type of advice and guidance are you giving those folks where they're dealing with potential people who have different views and and to just ease that concern? Again, we're really stressing empathy and we're, we're stressing to really be listening to what people are saying and do what you can to 
accommodate people as we move back in. So right now is not the time to have a hard line. It just isn't. Right now is a time that no one's ever been through this before. We haven't, you haven't, no one, this is new for everybody in our space. And so we're really focusing in on the, the listening piece of it. How flexible can you be without taking away from the business needs, right? So you have all of these kinds of things. And if they have a lot of questions, you know, we are definitely telling them to speak with an employment attorney, an HR consultant, you know, around some of those more sensitive topics, because that's not what we do. Gotcha. It is a very sensitive thing because you don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to give the wrong advisement. So like we're definitely seeing an influx of human resources departments, I think really getting, uh, not pushed. I think this is like their Super Bowl. Like the human resources are really getting asked to do a lot. And it's also new for them too. And legal teams too. So we're, we're seeing a lot of that can put into the fold. And like now then, okay, once you kind of get all these fundamental parts of your business in place, what's the next thing? And I think people are just learning as you go and it's okay. Right. Yeah. I think it's the best thing as long as we're communicating with your team internally to keep them in the know, to let them know that the leadership team is aware, is listening and doing their best to take actions that hopefully will appease or at least address everyone's concern. Yeah. And I think for the leaders, this is new waters for leaders and managers. I mean, a lot of times in the workplace, you could forgive or ignore managers that aren't good. And there's a lot of them or that haven't, you know, had any training. We've promoted them and they're a great individual contributor. And now they've been promoted and those people have been okay, but it's not going to fly now. So training, developing, providing skills is, is huge right now in order to not lose people. Because again, retention, engagement, satisfaction, productivity, all comes from the leaders in the company. And there's no room right now for people that aren't willing to change or aren't willing to learn. So to that, because I think it comes from you could say top down or even from middle out, because I think there's a lot of influence from executive level to even just middle manager to supervisors. I mean, everyone has to cohesively work together as a team. What recommendations do you say as a business? Like, where do you tackle it from? Are you every level? If there's a priority, what levels to kind of make sure at the end of the day, like the whole, everyone is cohesively working together? Yeah. So in the beginning, we're really talking to the executive teams. We're talking to the CEO, COO, CFO. We're talking to the C-suite. Um, and then we'll, together, we'll figure out with CHRO, we'll figure out where we should start. It, it Honestly, company to company, it just depends. It really, sometimes the C-suite is sitting pretty and they've got the culture all in their head and this is how they conduct. And then you get these middle managers who have sick parents at home or are trying to navigate virtual school. And you've had people that have been great notoriously that now have all of this other stuff. So it, it really, it is very specific company to company, but our initial conversations are with the business owners, the CEOs to figure out what is it that we're going to do? How do you want to proceed? And what are your priorities? So some CEOs priorities are business as usual, profits, we got to get everybody back, you know, into the office. Others are people first. Everything else is going to follow as long as we do the right thing. So again, just depends on, on where we're at and who we're talking to. The last question I want to ask you, Sandy, is like, 
leveraging technology. And I, I think you and I have experimented with some technologies and we shared some, you know, of course, a lot of technology has evolved and a lot of technology has been a savior to try to humanize the experience, to help encourage and build learning and development or do the best you can in doing immersive training. There's a lot of different nuances when it comes to engage with employees. So what type of technologies have you leaned on that you liked that you would recommend for businesses to, to, take, to try to use? So we've just engaged with a new software technology exactly for that employee real-time employee engagement called Olumo, O-L-U-M-O. And uh, we just actually, my partners and I just had a meeting with the CEO last week about this really important software where it's real-time questions. It's not your typical once a year employee survey, engagement survey that nothing ever gets done. This is real-time getting questions, real people talking to your employees that are outside of the company that if something needs to change and, and change needs to be made, it can be made real time. And the employees actually see that, oh, my feedback was, they listened to my feedback. For example, that one company that, that decided to bring in this technology, someone wrote a text about the bereavement uh, policy, how it was only three days unpaid. And the CEO read this real time, called the HR and said, we need to change this policy. They changed the policy right away because again the CEOs are up here they're not in the trenches so that's something that we're starting to push more and we're starting to talk to our clients more about that and the second thing is making sure that the CEOs are doing video updates you know they're not just sending out an email or a newsletter but they're actually you know Mondays with the CEOs or Tuesday talk or whatever something where weekly they're touching base and their employees in this kind of a platform in this kind of a forum which is really important we're talking about doing virtual town halls, just ways that we can kind of keep people engaged and together is, is really what we're talking about with the technology. Yeah, I love that. I love that the fact that, you know, CEOs and leaders are communicating in a different way to humanize. And I was doing it for a while. I stopped doing it, but I was, I was doing Friday CEO recaps, mm -hmm. you know, because it was really scary last year during COVID. A lot of people had uncertainties. They weren't sure if they were to get let go or if the company like just what's going to happen and i wanted to reassure every week you know things happen quickly right like, this is what's happening with the business so that people had a good pulse of what's happening to keep them in the know and i think as there was a comfort level stability um i, I ended up doing it less but i know it's a good reminder i might pick it up again sandy so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, maybe it's even like important. maybe even like bi-weekly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this is great. I got a lot of great uh, tips from you and looking forward to a lot more of other you know, knowledge base that you're sharing because you're in there and really helping businesses who might be in the trenches and really helping businesses to evolve to the next level to the, you want to call it the new normal, whatever you want to call it. There's so many ways of calling it, but yeah. it's basically what life is going to move forward as. It's, and it's, it's the what's next. It's always going to be like a what's next kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Sandy, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, Tom. Appreciate it. If you have any questions and topics you'd like us to cover, please email me at podcast at or message me on LinkedIn.